Last Day Events Written by Mrs. Ellen G. White Chapter 12 The Shaking Church membership no guarantee of salvation. It is a solemn statement that I make to the church that not one in twenty whose names are registered upon the church books are prepared to close their earthly history and would be as verily without God and without hope in the world as the common sinner. Those who have had opportunities to hear and receive the truth and who have united with the Seventh-day Adventist Church, calling themselves the commandment-keeping people of God, and yet possess no more vitality and consecration to God than do the nominal churches, will receive of the plagues of God, just as verily as the churches who oppose the law of God. The chaff separated from the wheat Divisions will come in the church. Two parties will be developed. The wheat and tares grow up together for the harvest. There will be a shaking of the sieve. The chaff must in time be separated from the wheat because iniquity abounds. The love of many waxes cold. It is the very time when the genuine will be the strongest. The history of the rebellion of Datham and Abiram is being repeated and will be repeated till the close of time. Who will be on the Lord's side? Who will be deceived and in their turn become deceivers? The Lord is soon to come. There must be a refining, winnowing process in every church, for there are among us wicked men who do not love the truth or honor God. We are in the shaking time, the time when everything that can be shaken will be shaken. The Lord will not excuse those who know the truth if they do not inward and deed obey His commands. Persecution cleanses the church. Prosperity multiplies a mass of professors. Adversity purges them out of the church. The time is not far distant when the test will come to every soul. The mark of the beast will be urged upon us. Those who have step by step yielded to worldly demands and conformed to worldly customs will not find it a hard matter to yield to the powers that be rather than subject themselves to derision, insult, threatened, imprisonment, and death. The contest is between the commandments of God and the commandments of man. In this time, the gold will be separated from the dross in the church. In the absence of the persecution, there have drifted into our ranks men who appear sound and their Christianity unquestionable, but who, if persecution should arise, would go out from us. When the law of God is made void, the church will be sifted from fiery trials, and a larger proportion than we now anticipate will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Superficial believers will renounce the faith. The work which the church has failed to do in a time of peace and prosperity, she will have to do in a terrible crisis under most discouraging, forbidding circumstances. The warnings that worldly conformity has silenced or withheld 
must be given under the fiercest opposition from enemies of the faith, and at that time, the superficial conservative class, whose influence has steadily retarded the progress of the work, will renounce the faith. If Satan sees that the Lord is blessing his people and preparing them to discern his delusions, he will work with his master power to bring in fanaticism on the one hand and cold formalism on the other, that he may gather in a harvest of souls. Those who have had privileges and opportunities to become intelligent in regard to the truth and yet who continue to counterwork the work of God would have accomplished will be purged out. For God accepts the service of no man whose interest is divided. As trials thicken around us, both separation and unity will be seen in our ranks. Some who are now ready to take up weapons of warfare will in times of real peril make it manifest that they have not built upon the solid rock. They will yield to temptation. Those who have had great light and precious privileges but have not improved them will, under one pretext or another, go out from us. The straight testimony produces a shaking. I asked the meaning of the shaking I had seen, and I was shown that it would be caused by the straight testimony called forth by the counsel of the true witness to the Laodiceans. This will have its effect upon the heart of the receiver and will lead him to exalt the standard and pour forth the straight truth. Some will not bear this straight testimony. They will rise up against it, and this will cause a shaking among God's people. There are those among us who will make confessions as did Archon, too late to save themselves. They are not in harmony with right. They despise the straight testimony that reaches the heart and would rejoice to see everyone silence who gives reproof. The Lord calls for a renewal of the straight testimony born in years past. He calls for a renewal of spiritual life. The spiritual energies of His people have long been torpid, but there is to be a resurrection from apparent death. By prayer and confession of sin, we must clear the King's highway. Unjust criticism causes loss of souls. Even in our day, there have been and will continue to be entire families who have once rejoiced in the truth, but who will lose faith because of calumnies and falsehoods brought to them in regard to those whom they have loved and with whom they have had sweet counsel. They opened their hearts to the sowing of tares, and tares sprang up among the wheat. They strengthened the crop of wheat, became less and less, and the precious truth lost its power to them. False doctrines draw some away. Signs, so-called, in religion will be placed in opposition to each other because finite men do not comprehend the power and greatness of God. These words of Holy Writ were presented to me. Of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. Acts chapter 20 verse 30 This will surely be seen among the people of God. When the shaking comes, by the introduction of false theories, 
These surface readers, anchored nowhere, are like shifting sand. They slide into any position to suit the tenor of their feelings of bitterness. Not having received the love of the truth, they will be taken in the delusions of the enemy. They will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils and will depart from the faith. The enemy will bring in false theories such as the doctrine that there is no sanctuary. This is one of the points on which there will be a departing from the faith. Rejection of the testimonies results in apostasy. One thing is certain, those Seventh-day Adventists who take their stand under Satan's banner will first give up their faith in the warnings and reproofs contained in the testimonies of God's Spirit. The very last deception of Satan will be to make of non-effect the testimony of the Spirit of God. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Proverbs 29 verse 18 Satan will work ingeniously in different ways and through different agencies to unsettle the confidence of God's remnant people in the true testimony. The enemy has made his masterly efforts to unsettle the faith of our own people in the testimonies. This is just as Satan designed it should be, and those who have been preparing the way for the people to pay no heed to the warnings and reproofs of the testimonies of the Spirit of God will see that a tide of terrors of all kinds will spring into life. It is Satan's plan to weaken the faith of God's people in the testimonies. Next, follow skepticism in regard to the vital points of our faith, the pillars of our position, then doubt as to the Holy Scriptures, and then the downward march to perdition. When the testimonies, which were once believed, are doubled and given up, Satan knows the deceived ones will not stop at this, and he redoubles his efforts till he launches them into open rebellion, which becomes incurable and ends in destruction. Defections Among Church Leaders Many a star that we have admired for its brilliance will then go out in darkness. Men whom he has greatly honored will, in the closing scenes of this earth's history, pattern after ancient Israel, a departure from the great principles Christ has laid down in his teachings, a working out of human projects, using the scriptures to justify a wrong course of action under the perverse working of Lucifer, will confirm men in misunderstanding, and the truth that they need to keep them from wrong practices will leak out of the soul like water from a leaky vessel. Many will show that they are not one in Christ, that they are not dead in the world, that they may live with him, and frequent will be the apostasies of men who have occupied responsible positions. Unsanctified ministers will be weeded out. The great issue so near at hand, enforcement of Sunday laws, will weed out those whom God has not appointed, and he will have a pure, 
true, sanctified ministry prepared for the latter rain. Many will stand in our pulpits in the torch of false prophecy in their hands, kindled from the hellish torch of Satan. Some will go out from among us who will bear the ark no longer, but these cannot make walls to obstruct the truth, for it will go onward and upward to the end. Ministers and doctors may depart from the faith, as the word declares they will, and as the messages that God has given his servant declared they will. The church may appear as about to fall. The shaking of God blows away multitudes like dry leaves. Chaff like a cloud will be borne away on the wind, even from places where we see only floors of rich wheat. Soon, God's people will be tested by fiery trials, and the great proportion of those who now appear to be genuine and true will prove to be base metal. When the religion of Christ is most held in contempt, when His law is most despised, then should our zeal be the warmest and our courage and firmness the most unflinching. To stand in defense of truth and righteousness, when the majority forsake us to fight the battles of the Lord, when champions are few, this will be our test. At this time, we must gather warmth from the coldness of others, courage from their cowardice, and loyalty from their treason. The church may appear as about to fall, but it does not fall. It remains, while the sinners in Zion will be sifted out. The chaff separated from the precious wheat. This is a terrible ordeal, but nevertheless, it must take place. As the storm approaches, a large class who have professed faith in the third angel's message, but have not been sanctified through obedience to the truth, abandon their position and join the ranks of the opposition. God's faithful will be revealed. The Lord has faithful servants who is in the shaking. Testing time will be disclosed to view. There are precious ones, no hidden, who have not bowed the knee to Baal. They have not had the light which has been shining in a concentrated blaze upon you. But it may be under a rough and uninviting exterior, the pure brightness of a genuine Christian character will be revealed. In the daytime, we look toward heaven, but do not see the stars. They are there, fixed in the firmament, but the eye cannot distinguish them. In the night, we behold their genuine luster. On every occasion that persecution takes place, the witnesses make decisions, either for Christ or against Him. Those who show sympathy for the men, wrongly condemned, who are not bitter against them, show their attachment for Christ. Let opposition rise. Let bigotry and intolerance again bear sway. Let persecution be kindled, and the half-hearted and hypocritical will waver and yield the faith. But the true Christian will stand firm as a rock, his faith stronger, his hope brighter than in the days of prosperity. New converts will take the places of those who leave. Some had been shaken out and left by the way. The careless and indifferent who did not join with those who prized victory and salvation 
enough to perseveringly plead and agonize for it, did not obtain it, and they were left behind in darkness, and their places were immediately filled by others, taking hold of the truth and coming into the ranks. The broken ranks will be filled up by those represented by Christ as coming in at the eleventh hour. There are many with whom the Spirit of God is striving. The time of God's destructive judgments is the time of mercy for those who now have no opportunity to learn what is truth. Tenderly will be the Lord look upon them. His heart of mercy is touched. His hand is still stretched out to save, while the door is closed to those who would not enter. Large numbers will be admitted who in these last days hear the truth for the first time. Standard after standard was left to trail in the dust as company after company from the Lord's army joined the foe and tribe after tribe from the ranks of the enemy united with the commandment-keeping people of God. Music